Hello, RSL Nation. It's your boys Adele and the Baker with another podcast episode of Scarf Life. Baker, how you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. Been better. So we just came from uh, the Irish Republican on 9th South and State watching RSL losing with a final score of 4-2 to two to Kansas City. Yep. Effectively, finally... Ending our 2018 Major League Soccer season. That uh, that is, that is what happened. You are correct. So let's uh, make, let, summary. Let's make it a let's make it a post game quickie here. Mm -hmm. We're not gonna get into the season, no. good decisions, bad decisions for the season. What we want to do is we will talk about the game itself. Right. A quick recap, specifically focusing on some of the lineup decisions that were made made. Mike Petke's decisions in general and focus on a couple of players plays specifically and some happenings during the game. Let me get your take on the game itself. Um, I mean, to put it into a quick summary, horrible, horrible, horrible first 45 minutes, followed by a team that looked like they wanted to, to win it after all. Seems like they woke up at halftime. Yeah, for sure. Which, you know, I think you play with that intensity all 90 minutes, you win that game pretty easily, in my opinion. At least you don't lose a 4-2. to two. Right. And 4-2 is not the – it seems like a weird scoreline, right? 4-2 to two would indicate that the game was not as close as it was. Right. Uh, the You know, that fourth goal came at the end because RSL was pushing up so high and taking such risks. Um uh, defensively trying to find that uh, tying goal that would essentially send us into uh, in, into the finals of the Western Conference. <clears throat> sure, it? the first 45 were pretty bad. Yeah, pretty and, awful. And, and the first 15 or so of the second half, as bad, if not worse. Um, I remember thinking, and I remember asking this question out loud to the people around us at the bar and you, who's winning here? It seemed like... We were down 2-0. Right. We knew at that point we needed a minimum of two goals, and mm -hmm. we were playing defense for the first 10 to 15 minutes of the second half. Yeah, yeah. The, the start of the second half wasn't wasn't great. Uh, you're right about that. Um, but but then, you know, it, it's uh, that, that first goal goes in, um, a beautiful, you know, little combination play, and all of a sudden we're back in it. There's hope. There was a lot of hope. Um. I really want to focus on some of the opportunities we missed. Yeah. Uh, Nick Beasler. Mm-hmm. Hot topic in general. Right. A lot of people did not think he had any business mm -hmm. starting as a center back. Right. At best, maybe replacement in the middle for whoever is filling Albert Rushniak's whole, uh, spot there. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, with a healthy Justin Glad on the bench. Yeah. Did that start make any sense to you? I mean, it didn't. Um, it, uh, it, it, yeah, straight up didn't. Uh, I know that uh, Marcelo Silva had the groin injury that obviously kept him out of the off the bench and off the starting eleven. Um, but I, I just assumed it would be Justin Glad and Nedum kind of as that starting CB pairing. Not sure what's going on there. Um, not sure if Petke doesn't trust Glad with the big high profile games. I don't think that is the case because he obviously will you know bring him in as a sub. Uh, a la the LAFC game. Um, yeah, I don't know. 
I, I have no idea why uh, Beasler was in the starting 11. Um, to be fair to Beasler, he did pretty well against SKSC last time we played him. He did. He he had a solid game. Maybe it was, uh, hey, this guy has uh, has shown that he can hang with this team. He knows this team a little. Put him out there. Um, you know, it, it very well could be that. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he also did get beat on – on a couple of plays, and overall it wasn't his best performance. Well, he got beat on a couple of plays, but the reason I mentioned him right out, out of the gate there is because he did have a really good opportunity. He had a sitter. To tie the game at the very end instead of taking a one-time left foot before the goalie ever got there. He tried to get cute with it, put it on his right foot, and nothing happened with it. Now those chances come and go, but I, I it just kind of sits out as one of the opportunities because we had multiple, multiple very good opportunities to right. tie the game can't remember that we ever had the opportunity to take a lead in the game, but we had multiple opportunities to tie the game, to score, to get closer that we continued missing. Yeah, I definitely, uh, he, I mean, he, he did kind of take a, I know exactly the player you're talking about. He takes that extra touch and then just puts it in the side paneling. Cause I yeah. think he wasn't, you know, I, I don't think he realized how quickly SKC was going to reset on that. Like, I think he's like, Oh, I'm going to take a, touch and you know i'll still have the same opportunity i'll just be on my more dominant foot there was like three guys in front of him in half a second yeah um and then yeah he just buries it in the side paneling and you know with the with the netting shaking and stuff i thought he had scored and so we we agree on the fact that uh nick beasler starting this game didn't make a lot of sense it didn't having said all that if it works out mike pecky looks like a genius out there sure but it didn't work out so now we have the right to absolutely critique uh, Corey Baird, I was ex- I was extremely excited during the week because mm-hmm. I thought this would be a perfect game for Corey Baird to play in. Yep. Shortly before the game starts, we get a head heads up from the Twitter machine, mm-hmm. uh, the Salt Lake Tribune reporter, that Corey Baird had an injury or a knock on the head yesterday in practice, and because of concussion protocol was not available for the game today. I thought it was an absolute shame. I thought I, I thought Corey Baird would have been a really good person, really good player that, that would fit into this game very, very well. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, if nothing else, he would have been an amazing option on the bench. Uh, obviously, that didn't happen because of concussion protocol. And just to be clear, we're not saying, you know, Hey, he should play through this. Obviously, like concussions are one of those things that can like ruin your he life. He doesn't even have a chance. That's not right. his decision, right? It, it's um, you, you know, you you got health before everything else. Um, but yeah, it would have been nice to have him as an option, either starting or in this case, just the guy off the bench to run an entire defense in that second half or the second leg of that second half. Uh, but yeah, just just when when it's not your night, it's not your night. We got a guy. Uh, you know, suspended. We got a guy with a head injury. We got a guy with a groin injury. Just wasn't meant to be. Having said that, I, I thought starting Silva up front made a lot of sense. I think I might have called for Silva to start in our podcast last week. Mm-hmm. Um, what I thought didn't make sense on the starting lineup was Plata starting again right. on the left front. Boy, he surprised me. He did really yeah, well tonight. He might have heard of you and decided to sh- the best way to tell you to shut up was to try yeah actually play um yeah i I think regarding our attacking uh options or substitutions or even patterns is we played what we had available like i 
it's everyone that was healthy and not suspended was in the attack. Yeah. It's that simple. Um, you know, I, and Bofo came in and, and, uh, you know, had an impact on the game almost immediately. Um, but but yeah, it's, I think as fans, we have the right to obviously, you know, critique and look at the, uh, the choices that the coach makes. But in this case, we also need to recognize the fact that, there is literally nobody else like to play. I don't. Under, I do not understand Pat Key's critics in this game. I understand, and we already talked about this. Mm-hmm. That yes, maybe Justin Glasher started over um, Beasley in the back. Definitely, I think that's for like for sure in my opinion. But that's about it. What what the hell? I mean, tell me. Other than that obvious fact that we just pointed out. And let's face it, Beasley did pretty well against these guys not too long ago. Mm-hmm. It was a calculated what, risk. What, what else would you do? I mean, there's not a whole – if you look at the bench, uh, the only difference I would have made other than obviously Justin Glad for Beasley changes, but let's face it, we didn't lose because of that. We lost because we missed chances up front. Right. Um, what else do you do? There's. I would have started both over Plata. Yeah. And yeah. that obviously would have been a bad decision. I mean, it's – uh, you know, if, if we're serious about this, I, I think Herrera should never play at left back again. Uh, to have a left back who doesn't have a left a foot. foot blows my mind. I, it is consistently a problem. It is consistently exploited by our position. Anytime Herrera got the ball, SKC was in full press mode. Um, and, and that was that was pretty obvious to see. Um, I, I think whatever drama is going on with Petke and... Danny needs to come to an end because we have a, you know, top 11 MLS caliber left back on the bench, in my opinion. Talent, yes. The kid has just just talent through the roof. Um, get him on the field. And I am in no way, shape, or form trying to take anything away from Herrera. I think I think he's a fantastic player. I would put him on the right uh-huh. as a right back. Um, and then, you know, Move uh, move other guys into their actual positions and see how that pans out for a season. Plus, we should have a pretty good right back coming back next year. There is that. Tony was on the bench. That was amazing to see. It's uh, I kind of feel like I don't want to say I forgot about him. You know, he was in marketing materials and things. But like as a player, I thought, yeah, probably not going to see him this year at all. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, it's like boom, he's traveling with the team. Boom, he's listed as probable. Boom, he's on the bench. Like yeah. that was. That was awesome to see, and you know, I think it speaks to the caliber of, of you know how much he dedicates of himself off the field and on the field. Welcome back, Tony. Sorry we can't see you play later this year, mm-hmm. but next year is coming before we know it. Uh, one more guy I would like to point out specifically, um, Luke. Luke. I thought Luke did real well. Luke had a great game. I thought he was up there with best player for the of the game, along with maybe Plata. Yeah, I, I I think Luke was breaking up plays. I think he was getting the ball in good positions and pushing it forward. I think he was being responsible on on his defensive uh, responsibilities. Um, yeah, it was just kind of a kind of a bummer that you know it it didn't pan out the way it did. I think he had a few, I don't say chances, but a few good looks. Um, you know, as the ball was kind of fumbling around in in some of those uh, set piece plays that RSL had, and you know. In, in another in another life, in another world, maybe uh, one lands at his feet and he buries it. Absolutely. Um, I think overall, 
one one last thing or another thing to touch on this touch up on this game is to clarify i don't believe in any way shape or form that we lost the game because of this mm-hmm. i don't believe that we deserve to win the game we even tied the game the way we played sure. over the entire 90 minutes right but that penalty was absolute bs yeah that penalty was awful uh that was an awful awful pk call um I, yeah it it's clearly Nedum is the one that is being run into, right? You know, he, he is allowed to compete for that space and he is allowed to occupy that space uh, as a defender. There's you know no rule that he has to move for an attacking player. Um, and the, you know, the landing gears just go up and he, he, you can, I think the act of Nedum trying to get out of the way, Allah lifting his, I think it was his right foot up and over kind of trying to avoid as much contact as humanly possible is what draws the attention of the referee. Yeah. I, I think him being so adamant about not making contact is what ended up kind of sealing the deal. That was absolutely incompetent, at least on that play. There were a few other plays, but that was ridiculous uh, on the pro. We won't touch them too much because that's not why we got kicked out today. We got, we got kicked out because, honestly, we didn't convert our chances. Definitely. Uh, made a couple of mistakes too many in the back, played a little too negatively. But at the end of the day, um, you know, Casey didn't play an incredible game either. No, no. It, it's, uh, I think uh, Sporting Kansas City did just enough to beat us today. Yeah. Which is all they had to do. And if we were to restart the game, other than the obvious starting change that I think all of RSL Nation agrees on, uh, Justin Glad for Beasler in the starting lineup, I'm not sure what, else, what much better we would have, could have done in this game. Right. From, from, a tactical perspective. I might start Bofo over Silva just out of the gate and then maybe sub the other way. Yeah. Actually, no. No, I probably wouldn't. I'd probably yeah. leave it as is and then put Bofo on. Yeah. Run, run at some tired legs. I think Corey Beard was healthy. He would be a no-brainer starter at number nine. Yeah. But he's not. So, we're talking about hypotheticals here. Talking about hypotheticals. So, long story short, I'm not, I'm not really sure why people are upset with what Mike did. Also, I'm reading a lot of comments about people being upset that he only made two substitutions. Uh, let's face it, really one. The second substitution came in like the 90-something minute. Uh, okay, awesome. Tell us. Tell him. Tell somebody. What's the other substitution you make? Yeah, it, it's, you know, once again, it's as fans, we have every right to critique and, and analyze and look at. But, you know... Like looking at our bench, I, I I don't see it. it. It's I think Acosta should be a starter, and that's kind of the the one that I right look at. But you know, realistically, looking at how that game was shaping up, anyone that could play was playing. Yep, Bofo Sacedo, there he is. He comes on for uh, you know uh, Luis Silva, and then later uh, Ruiz comes on for Luke Mahon to kind of look for that equalizer. Other than that, I don't see I don't see on this list of options where we are gaining attack yeah. uh you know i think you could maybe put in sunny but i don't think he's going to generate any kind of offense you have tony on the bench you know he's primarily a defensive player that leaves you glad and putna and acosta and you know we all know what the situation there yeah, is nobody yeah it, it it's i'm the first to critique bad substitution patterns and i think rsl has suffered from horrible substitution patterns in in the past but i think today the lack of substitutions was more of a symptom of just a lack of a bench. Yeah. Um, 
The decisions which, were made for us. Which let's let's be totally honest is a problem. That is a problem that needs to be addressed. That's lack right. lack of bench is something that we need to work on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, every year I feel like this is going to be the deepest RSL team, and every year we get to a point where it's like we have no one left to play. Mm-hmm. Um, it it needs to be addressed. The fans are suiting up, ready to go in. Yeah, hey, the game was as we expected it. The season is over. Mm-hmm. Completely honestly, probably lasted a couple of weeks longer than most of us thought it was going to last. Oh, for sure. And um, I think the number one thing we'll be looking for this offseason are front office moves. Um, as we just witnessed Atlanta go through, I mean, what what they're famous for their front office, right? That's what it is. Everyone has the same rules to play by. You get lucky or unlucky on certain things. We obviously got very, were extremely unlucky by the fact that Albert Rushnia couldn't play. We probably need to have a whole podcast later this offseason about yellow card accumulations in the playoffs mm-hmm. and how I think that's a complete bull, B, BS, excuse my French, almost. Even during the regular season, it, it shouldn't matter. You you were warned. You never actually got sent off. If you get sent off, different story. You should miss a game. But uh, yellow card accumulation just seems like a silly, silly approach. I mean, I mean in the regular season, I get it. Like I don't get it there either. Uh, where and even in the playoffs, I get it. If every team played the same amount of games, you can't have a team play an extra round, but then count the yellow cards the same. Yeah. Either you know, uh, wash them away or don't have them count or you know get rid of the system entirely. But you can't have a team play an extra game and have yellow card accumulations count. That, that that's that is you know by its. At its very core, extremely unfair. Yeah, agreed. Which goes against the point of the game. Any closing points for this game before we head into the offseason and a series of offseason podcasts we'll be posting? Yeah, I mean, I think all things considered, uh, not bad. Not a, not a bad season. I think uh, definitely not the, the raging inferno that we thought the start was going to be at the end of what was now two years ago, essentially. Um you know, I remember thinking this season we were going to just tear people up, um, and we didn't. We had a horrible start. I think we kind of – we got into the men, the winning mentality a little too late in the in the year. Uh, we got lucky a few times. Uh, you know, we got dealt a bunch of house money that we played with, which was, I think, a fantastic learning experience. The core pieces all are all there, and I'm genuinely excited to see what next year brings. Absolutely. Look, I think this year, big improvement over last year. Mm-hmm. We talked about this not too long ago. We said, is it a is it a successful year if you don't make the playoffs? I made the strong strong point in voicing my opinion at that point that it would not be a successful year. Right. Because it generally genuinely and quite literally means we are not making improvement from last year. We missed the playoffs by like a point, right. I think, last year. Right. So if you don't make the playoffs again this year, then we're at best not making improvements. And maybe even going downhill. Sure, progressing. Um, having said that, we did make the playoffs. We did. We absolutely deserved to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we absolutely deserved to make it past LAFC in that first round. Um, and we got to the second round. We went from non-playoff team to a second round team. Right. That was quite free, quite honestly, uh, a con- one converted chance and one bad call away from making it to the next round. Sure, from advancing. Yeah, absolutely. We, we were so totally dangerous. Absolute improvement. I'll be honest. I do. I'm not as excited about the team for next year as I was at this point last year. Right. For the following year. That's fair. 
but that's also because we sucked for most of last year mm -hmm. and at the end of the year we just heated up and i thought we could just carry it over into the next season that obviously didn't happen i'm very much looking forward to seeing some off um you know offline uh, off season moves i i want to see that number nine right we need number nine i'll see who we're keeping i want to see albert rushniak next year he did really well last year he did well this year i want to see him next year this is his team if there was any questions whose team this is right this is now albert's team right it's it's for sure there's and, and as you said it we we don't plan on going away for the off season i think we'll probably maintain a once every week once every two weeks kind of schedule depending on yeah. the news flow um yeah, like we'll, we'll obviously get into this, but yeah, he very much needs to take the reins and, and you know, yep. run the show, as they say. All right, tell you what, we'll probably do one on Tuesday, or season recap. So this is the game recap. Hope you enjoyed it. I know the game wasn't enjoyable, but we'll be talking soon, and we promise there is a next season. Adios, RSL Nation.